Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. We are here for part two of the Love is Blind conversation. So what I know is um, in the first part of the episodes that have been released on Netflix, and for those who don't know the concept of Love is Blind, it is a dating show specifically that doesn't let you see a person until you've decided to marry them. It's like, what? What? Right now, right? Like... That's a whole nother bag of chips. So the the whole premise is a social experience experiment of is love really blind? So 16 people date 16 people in what they call pods. And there's a, a wall in between them where they can't see each other. And they fall in love through the information that they share. And they're not supposed to share like height and race and weight or any of that kind of stuff, like the superficial things, but really what matters to you as a human. And so there's several couples that have um, evolved (laughs) in this situation, right? And so I do have some favorites and I'd love to hear from you guys to see like, who do you think will really make it? But essentially in the first round, we have quite a few people that are, are giving us a, a little bit of a pause. So I'll I'll share with you that one of my favorite couples is Brett and Tiffany, because it seems that they're really getting to know each other. They actually really like each other. It seems to be going well. Now, my only issue with Brett and Tiff is, so there's one scene in the new episodes that have been shared where Tiffany says, you know, I see that you spend money, right? Like you spend money on things. So will this really work? Because I'm not used to spending money on things. And so that goes down into values. I'm going to tell you guys right now that for me and my husband, right? So we've been married coming up on nine years with my husband. He doesn't see a problem with spending, let's say $10,000 on a watch, For me, that's ridiculous, but I don't see anything wrong with spending $10,000 on a trip to the Maldives in an overwater bungalow, right? So we just value different things. Now it's just to respect each other enough or to say, okay, well, if we have this amount of money in the bank, it's okay if we spend money on this. So we've come to a place where we can ebb and flow in how we spend and not feel stifled. So that's what I see with Tiffany and Brett is that they just need to have a little bit more conversation. So I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker, but I definitely think it's a conversation that needs to be had. He said on the flip side, I don't mind paying 75%. And then she perked up, right? 75% of the household bills. And then he, he kind of slid back to 60-40 because she she got real excited y'all when I say real excited she got she got really really excited right so we want to make sure that we can keep our promises that we put into place right so these are just lessons to learn throughout these episodes it's like how do I bring up um concerns when I have them so I appreciate that she is um, sharing how she really feels and what's going on and uh, what's bothering her. But also I want to caution her to not, um, 
what is it? What will we say? I would say not to just wait for the other shoe to drop. One thing that we can be guilty of, right, family? We could be guilty of always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Anybody here ever been guilty of that? Drop hashtag guilty. Just waiting for like, what's wrong with you, right? Let me find find out what's wrong with you so I can go away or I could say, ah, I knew this wouldn't work. So I just caution Tiffany in this process not to do that, okay? So now moving over to Kwame and Chelsea. So Kwame and Chelsea had a great connection, but essentially in the first couple of episodes, Kwame's heart was broken because the person he was going for went for someone else. So he fell back on Chelsea. Now Chelsea is in love with this man. Like she, he is the wind beneath her wings. You could see that she is absolutely smitten. And what he's most concerned of concerned about in the new episodes that have come up is that he has to give up his life. He's moving to, to appease her, right? So right now he lives a life where he plays soccer four times a week. He has a running trail. You know, he has a life and he has a very flexible life since he works from home, all right? She works nine to five. She's a speech pathologist. She probably works with children. She loves what she does, but she's working 12 hour days. And she also has a puppy. So literally, Kwame's getting a taste of what that life would be like, and he's not really loving it. So then that comes down to lifestyle and what are you willing to give up for love? So right now, he has a certain kind of freedom because he's a soccer player and he does some things on the computer and, you know, he doesn't have a dog. He wants to travel the world. With her, he'd literally be waiting every single day for her to come home after 7 p.m. while spending time with her dog all day. These are real life issues that come up. When we start to look at what does life really become, if you work to nine to five and your spouse is an entrepreneur and the type of entrepreneur or person that they are, they're not actually, um, let's say, down for the cause of sitting and waiting, then that's gonna mess with your vibe. So I think these are really good things to start to think about and talk about as a couple for Chelsea and Kwame, because at the end of the day, um, they have to make a real decision. And I don't know if they're going to make it if Kwame can't get, get, get it in his mind that this is his new life. Is he willing to give up some of his freedom for a, a woman that will love him till the end of time? Or does he go back to his single life and continue to look for someone that matches his lifestyle? Oh, it's so scary. And the fact is that he still likes someone else. He still likes the girl that dumped him, which even if he went that way, I really don't think that that will work out at all. Okay. When we really, really think about it, when we really, really start to look at who's compatible, I don't think so. So the other girl that dumped him, her name is Micah. So Micah's with Paul. Micah is like a glitz and glam kind of chick. And Paul is like a a down to earth, like, let me dig in the dirt and look at animals type of guy. So what's pretty cool is that Micah turns out to be a lot like Paul's mom, right? So he's marrying his mother. <laughs> so Micah has a real issue with the way Paul lives. He has thrift shop furniture, furniture from off the side of the street. He dresses kind of like a, a regular dude and she's really glitzy so the the question here and her friends said they didn't like him now i want to caution everyone listening live and on the replay um and put hashtag replay if you're listening to the replay what i want I, what i really want to 
caution you to is to start to think about um, who is in your ear, right? Who is in your ear when it comes to love? Because what I know is that our friends don't always have the best intentions. I'm going to tell you right now, I was in Costa Rica on our wanted woman escape and I showed 30 women the preliminary book cover for my new best-selling book wanted woman, right? Available on Amazon. And all the ladies voted, yes, Coach Cass, this book is it. That's the cover. Oh my goodness. And I sent it to my husband. Nah, homie. <laughs> he said, no, this is not it. And my heart was crushed. What do you mean? They were all like, he's a man. He doesn't know what he's talking about, Coach Cass. Don't listen to him. And I was like, okay, listen to y'all or listen to my husband. I'm gonna listen to my husband, right? And so when my husband came back with his variation, let me tell you, this situation is the bomb.com, okay? It is gorgeous. You know, gorgeous, it is gorgeous. And I'm so happy that I listened to him. So now when I start to think about, you know, who do you have in your ear, you have to be very careful because even though your girls might have the best intentions, they may not have the best advice. So literally she went to her friend's birthday party and um, introduced Paul and, you know, her friend said something really snarky. And he said, you know, I really don't care what you think. I only care what she thinks, pointing to the woman that he's going to marry. And like, they all got offended. And the birthday girl said, this is not the guy for you. I actually like that he spoke up and said that because listen, who are you guys, right? Who are y'all? And I understand these are your good friends, but he could tell that they may not have the best advice. I'm with Paul. So if she decides to dump Paul because of these friends who are also single, I'm going to tell you right now, sis might be single for a while, unless she goes back to Kwame, which I think that just might be a whole cluster. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a good situation. <laughs> All right. So who's next? <laughs> so now Zach. <clears throat> Zach is a little strange. So um, he chose a girl named Irina that was kind of sabotaging things for folks and saying mean things and not being very kind to people. And so the other person he should have chosen, should have chosen was Bliss. Now Bliss literally goes with her name, very peaceful girl. She was heartbroken when he chose Irina over her. So Irina and him got engaged, went to Mexico and guess what? It did not work out. Irina didn't even want to sit next to the guy. He, she said he looked like a cartoon character. He looked strange. She wasn't attracted to him all at all. So that physical connection wasn't there at all. So they broke up. So you know what he did? He reconnected with Bliss and they actually had a physical chemistry and they liked each other and he proposed to her. But here's the thing. Bliss has this complex still that she was the second choice. She wasn't the person that he chose. And so the question is, will she be able to get over that, right? So when you think about your own relationships, have you ever felt like second fiddle or have you ever been passed up? That's not something to get easily over. So he is going to continuously have, he's gonna have to continuously prove himself to her, maybe for the rest of their relationships, if this is the person he's to be with, because literally she might see him looking at someone else and feel insecure. So he's going to have to double down on showing how much he is into her in order for that to really work. So to me, it can work, but he's going to have to put in the work to really show bliss that she's the person for him. And that's really tough. 
I'm just saying. It's really tough to always be in approving mode. Now, Jackie and Marshall. Okay, so Jackie and Marshall. Ha, 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 y'all. Hallelujah. So Jackie and Marshall, and if you're just tuning in, don't forget the Love Vision Challenge is coming up. Go to lovevisionchallenge.com to secure your seat. It's a free four-day challenge where I walk you through my trademark system on how to create a love vision to gain clarity, to get the love that you want, okay? So Jackie and Marshall, he, uh, <laughs> he loves this girl. He is in tune with this girl. He he allows her space to go through her own feelings. So she, her family's not on board with anything with this show and that's getting to her. And then he is not an aggressive man and she's used to being pushed around and thrown around and beat up or whatever, like in the bedroom. So then she's mad that he's not more aggressive per se. She's used to being treated badly. So you have this great man. Have we ever done this? Where you have this great guy, but he's not man enough or he doesn't have enough swag enough or he's a little bit too soft. So we let him go to get the roughneck and end up roughed up, right? So we have to be very careful of what we continuously attract, right, ladies? Like we have to be very conscious of how we choose the love in our lives. So to me, Marshall is a great guy for her, but the question is, will she see it? And I don't know if she will, y'all. She might throw him to the curb for the other guy that really is scary. The way he gets in people's faces and does, what's his name, Josh? Like he gets in people's faces and he kind of does this jeering thing. It's all very creepy. The other guy, he's creepy as all get out. Now, Josh, now Marshall, I think he can stand up for himself a little bit. He, he cooked her breakfast. You know, he's going overboard to prove his love for her. But remember, this is a TV show and it's been two weeks, right? So also, I don't know if he has to do all of that to win her over, but it's a TV show and you have to convince someone to marry you within a four week time frame. So I get it, right? I get it. In regular life, what can we take from this? Take it slow. Take it slow. If you're not ready for a relationship, maybe there's some things that you need to work through, right? And that could be therapy. That could be through our Real Love Network, right? So you want to look at, okay, do I continue to choose the wrong guy over and over and over again? And what needs to change in order for me to have amazing love? And if you keep coming up with question marks, get help right? And if there's an amazing guy in your life and you find yourself pushing him away, what is that? Now, there may be no physical connection. I specifically am thinking about a guy that I dated way back in the day, really nice guy. He was like a developer of malls, like doing well in between Chicago and New York, but there was nothing in me that wanted to touch this man. Like really nice, really cute, but just there was no connection there. So sometimes you just have to Looks like another love TKO, right? You just have to let that thing go, sis. You just gotta let it go. All right, moving on. We already talked about uh, Tiffany and Brett. So I think they can they can make it if they really um, get on the same page. I think Brett's really into Tiffany. 
Tiffany's a little weary. So we'll just see how it plays out. So that's part two of Love is Blind. Now they have some more episodes to be released. I will comment on those in the next episode. If you don't already subscribe to the Coach Cash Show, make sure to go to coachcashshow.com, subscribe or to anywhere that podcasts are. Give us a five-star rating, share us with your friends, all that good stuff. And if you're in our Facebook group, go ahead and comment below. You know, I wanna know what you had to think what you thought about uh, these couples and who would make it. Dun, dun, dun. I'm excited. All right, y'all. Till next time, keep loving, keep laughing, keep living. Mm-hmm.